2: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Can I just make an, a slight reference to something that's going to make me look good? Um, I thought that I'm anti Brassel Should have done a lot better with our listenership, <laughs> but it didn't land. <laughs> anti brassel So Andy went, I'm Andy Brassel. Right. And I said, I'm, I'm anti brassel Because I'm, right. always, I'm always taking a the piss bit, out of hmm. Andy. Little I'm bit the opposite well to Antib- Yeah. Mm. No, it didn't land, really. No. It's <coughs> disappointing. It's not anyway, landing here. You, yeah, you live and learn. <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> Can't be me <made> that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be me that's wrong. No, it's the children. Stelene needs a new job, and the sinister 36-year-old elf that lives in the woods knocks one in to save Leicester. Welcome to the Football Rumble. It's Wednesday the 26th of April. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm Luke Moore.
2: And I'm Jim Campbell. <laughs>
0: Sure, if you know, but um, it's not Oasis lyric there. <laughs> yeah.
1: do want, do I don't you, know any. Do you want to do it again? I've been listening really hard to that AI album that they created, but <laughs> yeah. it's all just absolute yeah. chod, a lot of it. Do you
0: want to go back again and just go, and after all, you're my wonder? You're Lord. my wonder, yeah. yeah. We can get back to it, yeah. Maybe, that, that maybe pretend
1: is. you've got a wedgie after that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the football rambler is back, uh, and I am in the hot. It's seat. exciting. Tim. Yeah, it's incredibly it's exciting. exciting cool it? substitute yeah. teachers in. I, I like I like seeing Luke a little bit worried. It's a bit of a forehead
0: brow. I've been in business with you for quite a long time. I'm always worried. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you your you brow know.
1: just looks like that now. Doesn't yeah, it, it, it does. doesn't come <laughs> down anymore. I've got it tattooed. Get it tattooed on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like micro bleeding or whatever you call it.
0: Pete comes in with um, as a substitute teacher, as you write, say, Jim, with mm. a ravishing Rick Rude t-shirt mm. on, and I just think, Do you know yeah. what? Go with it. And,
2: and yeah. a ravishing Rick Rude moustache. To be fair. <laughs> and well. a ravishing Rick Rude physique. <laughs> <T-shirt>. no. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> <Me not.
1: laughs> Christian Stellini's been sacked Luke yeah I mean four matches in charge uh, we kind of knew this was going to be the general direction of travel uh, you spoke uh, very so he said the speech. <laughs> the-
0: we kind of knew
1: this was going to happen you
0: know the direction of travel we're going in here <laughs> yeah.
1: but uh, you spoke about the um, slightly mad tactical decisions that uh, took place Uh <laughs> at the weekend on Monday and you kind of predicted that Stellini was going to get the push, Luke, and he did. I mean, whoever comes in, I, I mean Ryan Mason is obviously here until the uh, end of the season and probably no further than that unless he doesn't Ole the Solskjaer and does very well indeed with his however many cup C- finals. Can I just say I would like that to happen <laughs> I would very much yeah. like yeah. that to happen It's yeah. gone like under the radar
2: be. that Ryan Mason is back Yeah. at yeah. a time where this seemed
1: like the silliest thing that could happen yeah. This is barely touching yeah. the side. His, his win ratio <laughs> as manager is something like four wins in six or okay. you know, look, he, if he continues that form he may very well get the
0: job Four wins in six isn't a ratio Say the All ratio right.
1: Okay I don't, uh, d- uh two in three. Two in
0: three. 66%. 66%. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but he knows the club, look. He does know the club, as we've learned from um, from the sports horn guys. <laughs> that is the thing that, um, that trumps everything else. He mm. knows the club. Mm. I, he knows think, what to expect. Uh, yeah, I think this is an absolute farce. <laughs> I think, yeah. that, um, you've already
2: that, had so much fun with this this week. I know. And it's, now it's yeah. served
0: you up a second helping. I had a load of fun with it. Then one of the guys put the, me having fun with it on TikTok. Mm. That did really well. And then I found out everyone hates me. Yeah. So it's kind of a cyclical thing.
1: And also people think this studio is Jackmate's happy hour. Yeah. It's the studio. Yeah, one of so the it's the com- our studio, one thank the, you.
0: One of the comments was um, when your mum says we've got Jack Jackmate at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway, so I just think I just think it's a farce, and Stellini is the latest clown to walk off the stage. I mean, the Levy, the Levy statement I thought was pathetic. Daniel's as well. statement, uh, Daniel, sorry, Daniel's mm. statement. Um, Daniel's called, <laughs> made a decree. Yeah, in, in three months' time, it'll be Danny Boy's statement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
2: feels like a sort of corporate cult leader, doesn't it? That
0: um, do you know what? I just thought to when I saw the like, the pitiful "Come on, you Spurs" acronym at the end. Yeah. Um, I just read it and thought, is that all you've got left? Like, mm. you, you are a reminder that you're also a fan of the club. It read like a desperate mm. attempt to curry favour with a fan base. Like, I'm one of you as well. Please don't be mean to me. Mm. You know, it's, you know who, do, who could have seen this happening? It's like, well, you could, should have. Yeah. because you know, More it's than, your,
2: literally, more than anyone. It's
1: your
0: decision. Look, having
1: said all that, though. His his name should be spelled Levy. Uh, Sorry, instead of Levy, as in Levy, as in holding back the (laughs) water, holding back the tide. He's the only man who just holds back an
0: awful tide of nonsense. There's a meme in that. There is probably 36 likes. Yeah, I reckon, but on TikTok. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I having said all that though, I don't know how you feel about it, Jim. But I I kind of feel like if he pulls off the Nagelsmann deal, which has been talked about, Mm. it's a stay of execution surely, because Pochettino looks like he's going to Chelsea. Yeah. Now that is further salt in the wound for Spurs fans who are already going through an awful lot, right? Yeah. And, and you know, I feel like if he gets Nagelsmann, it's quite, it feels a bit like going home to your family to tell them you've been made redundant and finding a million dollars in a bag on the way home. Yeah. Like, fucking hell! Don't worry about it. I've just about rescued it. So, that, so I think there's a, there's an element of that. We don't know how that's going to transpire, but by the time this show comes out, that might have moved on a bit more. So. Mm. Aside from that, though, I mean, this is, it's bad. Well, I mean, it, essentially the plan has been
2: abandoned, doesn't it, for this season. So um, the, I suppose they're hasting, hastily putting together a new one. Whether that would work with Nagelsmann or someone else, I, I guess we'll find out. But it looks like after Conte's gone, they've gone like, right, uh, who's oldest? <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Christian, right, you do it. <laughs> right, that hasn't worked. Right, let's try youngest. <laughs> Ryan? <laughs> yeah. Ryan, you're back
0: in. <laughs> Rather be here, he's always
1: he's here. here. Go yeah. out and represent the badge, lads. But the badge's got a chicken on it, is that all right? Yeah, whatever. But we say that, like, he, he's going to go for Nagasman. Like, apparently, it's indicative of where Levy's, Levy's head's at is that his number one target
0: is Vincent Company. Is that his number one target, though? <laughs> apparently, it's so so. yeah. No, So, so I, I think that Vincent Company. Who said he doesn't want to go, by yeah, the way? He yeah. said he's staying at Burnley. Hello? I'm not doing that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think either. Um, I was on I was and I've said this I said I said words to this effect you know in the past Mm. I was under the impression that really you know getting Pochettino back might be the last roll of the dice for Levy because it appeases such a large part of the fan base who are led by their heart and not yeah. their head so they, they don't really remember all the kind of shit that happened before Postino left the kind of, the difficulties they had mm. they remember the amazing moments and I totally understand that you know Champions League final this and bringing young players through that and an identity and I, and I, and I totally understand why they want that um, but the fact is, the fact remains that Spurs can attract managers of like a big reputation because of their status. Because you know, so in a weird way, that justifies Levy's approach. Mm. Well, he has other. raised their status in that regard—the new sure. the stadium and all that kind of stuff—and the fact that they're you know, a big club in London. Um, I can see why a big manager will want to go there. But yeah. at the same time, it just feels like you're cycling through different flavors of the same shit and getting the same result over and over again. Well,
2: it, I think everyone is a different like a different hopeful punt, isn't it? Where the strategy feels like isn't it. particularly well thought out. And I'm interested as to why you, you've referenced it for both Pochettino and Nagelsmann, why you'd think this would be sort of like a last roll of the dice for, for Daniel Levy. Because there's no,
0: it doesn't seem, every every but, time it doesn't feel like there's anywhere else
2: to go. But who's going to like, do, do you mean like he, his his days will be numbered yeah, if the next think, one doesn't work? But who's going to oust him?
0: Well, I think I think the culture could become so toxic that they, they may be they may be convinced to kind of, Take what would be a massive mm. profit. Okay, I mean the amount ma- the oh, ma- they've got to sell the club would sell up. yeah. Mm. Right. I think there's a possibility of that. And uh,
1: he's a fan at the end of the day, so he probably would be led by his heart a little bit more, wouldn't he? I mean. To, to sort come, of... Come on, you Spurs, Daniel. <laughs> come on, you Spurs. Um, that stadium is looking more and more like um, an episode of Grand Designs where a man wants to build an eco-home in an old quarry. Yeah. And uh, he drags his savings and his wife and his children through this horrific three-year ordeal. children. And out, out the other side, they've got a lovely house, but... I have got the kids, I have got the servants. (laughs) Nobody wants to live with him. Kevin MacLeod (laughs) wants to go, it's not worked, has it? Honestly, it's every episode I've been watching recently is just kind of, and it's uh, April 2020.
0: Oh, Oh, COVID's coming as well. Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think you particularly mm. should be watching Grand Designs no it gives me, it I gives know me grand ideas like, yeah. <laughs> but, but the great thing about Grand Designs of course is that Kevin McLeod will come in and say exactly what he thinks yes like, yeah, no, yeah. normally I they gild I mean. the lily no oh I like that bit he, he sometimes just walks in and then goes after as you say five years mm. a million quid mm. family broken up mm. It's not worked, is it? It's not. <laughs> it's-
1: off, he comes and goes, you're not going to be in by uh, Christmas. <laughs> no fucking way. Um, I do so many of these every week. How much- Top
0: four. <laughs> <laughs> how much over budget are you? That's your first question, is it? Do you like the house or not? By the way, can I also say, before we move on from this, that um, Jim's mindset with us opening with the Stellini Spurs situation is as it is as you'd expect but we could be given there's a ramble reacts after the Arsenal game tonight <clears> we could be going from the biggest emotional swing from yeah. one host yeah. between two shows ever witnessed in the history of the <laughs> are show you, are you going to have a sleep in between Jim He's we're going to top
2: of the league whatever happens <laughs> that's true yeah, <laughs> top yeah. top yeah. league you, league you just happened.
0: go one game at a
2: time yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you do not think about what happens <laughs> after that in any way whatsoever <laughs> using a, a lot of Frankly, CBT. <laughs> that's,
0: that, that's how that's how um, Spurs got themselves in this position, don't you true, know. True, yeah. <laughs> true.
1: Well, look, Ryan Mason's facing um, five uh, cup finals, as every new sort of caretaker manager does. Um, Man United, Liverpool, Villa Leeds <laughs> like, Yeah, or some Leeds, nasty Leeds games Fighting in there. for their lives as well. It's not a great situation, and and as a sort of a caretaker manager, you want to put your own imprint on the side, but that's what happened at the weekend, and it didn't fucking work. Yeah, about imminent. as it didn't fucking work yeah. as it possible to not fucking work in football. change back to the thing that didn't
0: work a bit less <laughs> yeah. the imprint that Conte could, with goals the imprint, <laughs> the imprint that Stellini put on the, his own imprint on the game uh, last weekend mm. was basically like a one of those tattoos you sometimes see online of Bart Simpson mm.
1: right okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Of like
0: eat my shorts <laughs> And that's the only way you can tell it's Barton
1: because he's shouting the catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 he's kind of in a situation where he has been criticised in the past at Ryan Madrid inexplicably for being friends with the team. Obviously, you know he's spent yeah, a lot of with, time there yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so is he going to be? I mean, the big statement would be to like dump like Dyer on the bench yeah. or something, wouldn't it?
0: I don't. I don't understand why that's a criticism of him though, because he mm. hasn't played for Spurs since 2016 yeah. seven years ago so the turnover of playing staff is going to be high mm. and ultimately bring in Danny Rose it was a come and get me at the weekend he was like
1: why,
2: I am, I not, why am I not working it was a come and get me and also a fuck off which yeah. was really <laughs> confusing.
0: Yeah. it was really confusing and that was just at the his same suit time. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. just his clothes I, I, I think that um, you know because obviously he's Mason has coached um, uh, the youth team level as well and he's been around the first Ooh. team the, the role of, like, I know he wasn't assistant manager there because that was still, that was, that was still easy. But is is to be the conduit between the players and the manager. You mm. got to be quite close to the players. I don't think that's necessarily something to criticise him for.
1: Luke, the deliciously named Perry Suckling is still at the club.
0: Is that true? Mm,
1: mm, mm. Tell, what, well, tell me what you know about him. He's got a coach, he? Great I, think,
0: name. I think I think
1: I think he was the
0: kid. I think he got him coached to the kids. But I just love his name, Perry Suckling. You don't really hear. Many Perry's around as well anymore. a so no. proper East London name. Yes. It's a good name as well. Yeah, I bet he's an East Londoner he Perry. So certainly. He's, certainly,
1: he's certainly a Cockney anyway. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, an incredible uh, statement from from, from, from Daniel. Uh, <laughs> it's just a club
0: update from Daniel on the <laughs> Twitter. It's so
1: fucking funny.
0: Club update <laughs> oh, from Daniel. It's, like, it's the way he says that. Mm. It's so vaguely named. It's like Spurs fans are going to go. Oh, I wonder what this is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Teddy Sheringham has joined uh, in with you, Lukey Muir, in calling for Harry Redknapp to be given the uh, Tottenham job as well as incorporating tactics. Timmy Sherwood into the fold. Get Tim showed in there. Get him to rattle a few cages, says uh, yeah. says Teddy. Says you could do a lot worse. I think you could make it a lot worse. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Can I just say, me and Teddy Sheringham have called for the same thing mm. for very different reasons. Yes, OK, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: He doesn't seem like he's watched a lot of football recently. Like,
0: some people go to a play to see it be put on brilliantly. Yes. And some people go to a play to see if someone's going to forget their lines and then laugh at it. Yeah. That's the difference.
1: I mean, in in many ways, um, the Impressionist painters had to learn how to paint properly before they
0: (laughs) fucked about with the form. Exactly. So, yeah. I Uh, I think think we can all agree in this room, and I think probably the majority of our listeners listening in to this show, mm. that it would be good if either Redknapp or Sherwood, and preferably both, were involved agreed i completely, totally agreed. completely agreed yeah
1: uh so elsewhere in beeston leeds it was a, a point and a goal apiece uh with only two points dished out with draws luke do you think that like that extra point should be put somewhere else mark has like never a,
0: asked me questions like this
1: do you know what i mean I'm like, not like, even sure i understand the question. You, so so if you if you win tonight you get three points right yeah not gonna happen but three <laughs> points yeah. right in and theory. uh, and, uh but, game, but right, if no. you draw right there's two points dished out what well, that extra point I think that should be you know like you see next to a till a little um, penny jar and if you need a penny you <laughs> just take it yeah. I think some teams should be able to sort of lobby for those extra points that are given out so
0: basically one of the goal scorers gets to choose which other team gets the point yes mm. okay yeah and he's not allowed to choose a team he's played for I'll be honest with you I didn't think this was going to be the main talking point <laughs> for right. that game no. Leeds no. One. 1 Leicester
1: City 1 <laughs> <laughs> so the stereo one and uh, Vardy coming off the bench to score the equaliser, his first goal in six months. Uh, our guide to Jeremy Vardy is out next week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, great! That was <laughs> a fun guide. The way, the, the a fun guide yeah, it was a fun guide. It was a really fun guide. Yeah, and, and um, I came in for it. I wasn't even there. <laughs> wasn't did. supposed to be. I
0: wasn't even calendared to be there. Just as Jamie j-
2: Vardy would want.
0: You came <laughs> off the bench, but full time was blown before you could uh, get on yeah, the exactly. pitch. Exactly. Um, I am... I, um, I said a while back that I think Vardy can play more of a role. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes there, mm. but to me it feels like he is a just a quite an inspirational figure at mm. that club for what he represents. And if you saw the finish last night, and by the way, he scored another goal that was only fractionally offside because he went a little bit earlier yeah, was yeah. in front of the ball.
2: And he's well, he's so fast though, isn't he? Which I was surprised to still see to be honest, he looked very much on the pace. But do you think uh, that a little there? bit of movement from Vardy taking quite far offside I think. Mm.
0: And I think also the delay in the past. But do you think Leeds were surprised how quick he is? Still,
2: uh, I think so. Yeah, because they—I mean—they looked on top, didn't they? Obviously, Bamford had a chance late on as well. And oh, I mean, Le- was Leicester was coming it at that. them, but Absolutely Leeds did look it. like they might hang it, hang in there, and, and ride it out. But Vardy, Vardy was the game changer, and it did feel like after he would equalised that he was going to go and get the winner. It's, it is a shame for for him and for Leicester that you know he, he was slightly offside. Um, but it was—it was just nice to see him back in the swing, like. He, is he going to have the say? Is he going to have the final say on Leicester season and be the guy that sort of motors them back up into staying up?
0: Right. I, I feel like th- could this be his last season? We don't really know. Yeah, we don't know, but I think they've got they've got Everton at home next. That feels to me feels to me like the stage is set for him. But that but that Bamford miss, I I was expecting it to be worse than it was. Right, mm. it came in quite quick. He's, I mean, he's you you seem to. I, I was watching the Wolves Crystal Palace game, so I didn't see mm. it in live. In live time, mm. but you were messaging saying you thought it was a shocker.
1: I, I, I pasted pictures of Bamford's face. It was Morris' face, and and, and it's those kind of moments that sort of go, "Wow, they, they, they're not getting the rub of the green lead at the moment." So, I mean, obviously they didn't because they they they, they drew the match. But I think it's I, I think those kind of moments might seem going down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought I I thought they'd be okay because I figured they'd have goals in them essentially, mm. and that that'd be enough to sort of keep them up. But it isn't really working out that way. Mm. It's, it, it, they're in, a, they're in a, a difficult difficult situation um, we're at uh, Leeds uh, in 16th Leicester in 17th uh, two spots above the relegation zone but with look like that I just think they might get pulled in and, and, you,
0: and you also think that if you look back to say um, previous seasons <clears throat> I mean Crystal Palace and Wolves, for example mm. realistically they're completely out of it now I mean they've got five games left and they've both already got 37 points there's no mm. real yeah. chance that they're going to go down now just because of the form of the other teams um, mm. And I would also possibly, given the the games in the hand situation, I'd probably extend that to West Ham as well. They've they've gone three without losing. They've won two of those. They've got a game spare. Mm. <clears throat> I, I wonder whether they'll be in it either. So yeah, you are really starting getting down to the kind of the slim pickings, really the thin gruel at the bottom of the Premier League table. Southampton are down, in my view. Forest look like they've, um, they've kind of fucked it at just exactly mm. the wrong time. Mm. And then you're looking at, I mean you're looking at one of those other three or four I think I don't think Everton can
2: go down I just don't think the Premier League will allow it I just don't I don't think the the table will reshuffle
0: itself if it has to (laughs) (laughs) they'll do what they did in Argentina and start just change the rule no it's an average (laughs) of the last three seasons actually oh Everton are still down it's it's interesting that like we're sort of saying oh Palace and Wolves are out
1: of it now in thirty seven points Chelsea just above them at thirty nine. It's
0: a weird, weird, mad. weird, really strange, strange season,
1: and I don't think it'll happen like this again.
0: Going back to Leeds, did you see that Leeds fan at that charity auction? Fucking. Yeah. Well, what happened, Luke? Fill us well, in. Well, so there was there's a charity auction for two hospitality tickets, or, or maybe maybe it wasn't two, but there were hospitality tickets anyway mm. um, for a Manchester United game. And a guy that I can only be just you know can only describe as an absolute piece. <laughs> uh, I spent five hundred pounds on those Man United tickets, and obviously he's a Leeds fan. Um, and he just then performatively burnt mm. them in a bin yeah. at the uh, at the dinner.
1: It's a bit David Brent put in the magazine in the in on the top of the r- refuse bin because. Um, they were printouts. They're not yeah, going to be the actual tickets. They're not the actual tickets. You don't see that. You don't see tickets these days. It's just dollar printout on Air 4, isn't it? It yeah. a real sense of, and then everyone clapped. But actually, <laughs> like the reaction
2: in the video isn't
1: that. Everyone's that...
0: like, what's he doing? Good, well, I mean, I mean,
1: like they've got a bin on fire right next to a child that's been held at eye level. Um, they are pr- presumably contravening That's a bit every... rich coming
0: from you. <laughs> contravening,
1: I just presumably contravening every um, fire um, regulation in the building. And um, it's just that Bit of silence when you do. I've done many square. I've you? done many things uh, <laughs> that would be in the same ballpark. Tell us about it. You get excited, you do something, but it's not about wh- when you're doing it. It's that two second gap after you stop doing it, and people are still looking at you. Well, that's the exciting. And that is, bit. Well, yeah. no, that's not exciting bit. That you feel very exposed. So that man must have been like, oh, should "I shouldn't done that." Just mm. embarrassing. Oh, I right? know, the consequences of my actions. Damn, <laughs> shame I've been caught on a long lens. Can you just imagine Man United fans sort of
2: slightly overhearing that as well, and going, "Oh right, oh Liverpool fan, was it?" Like yep. oh, city. At least,
1: yeah. Le- Leeds. Really? It's real nineties hate stuff in it. It's yeah. real right. sort of like yeah.
0: I would, I would, um, I would if I was in that situation, I would be in the position that I'm always in with these kind of events. Going, can just get on with this, or i will go back to the bar. <laughs> this is so fucking boring having to sit in the same place for fucking hours. Yeah, so we just get on with it. Well, as you said, Luke, it was very he... Brexit as well. Do you mind me saying that? It was quite Sorry. Brexit. Brexit mind. energy. Mm. There was yeah. a Brexit energy to it.
1: Yeah, very much. It's so. a bit like uh, player leaves your club, you set fire to the the shirt, um, the, the shirt, garden, but It doesn't yeah. really go. Yeah, it and doesn't really. And you it's realise written. you're not going to work yeah, on Monday, <laughs> choking on the fumes. Everything's terrible. Uh, as you said, uh, Wolves beat Crystal Palace to pull away from the relegation zone. Great on goal from Anderson. Mm. He put it's he, he scored that. twice.
0: He yeah. scored an on goal twice. It was it was an amazing um, <laughs> way for Crystal Palace to lose a game because that happened, which was amazing. Mm. And yeah. then when first, were, first, it's the first loss since Roy swooped down. It was actually yeah, it was, mm. and uh, that shows you the impact he's mm. had. Um, just on the on the surrounding ecosystem, mm, yeah. very much like a beaver building a dam. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Change the change. Listen, it would change the local environment beyond any recognition. <laughs> um, but it wasn't just the the Yoki own goal, which was comedy. It was the fact that when Crystal Palace were really pushing. Um, for an equaliser, just after BT Sport flashed up the graphics saying uh, Crystal Palace have won the most amount of points from losing positions of any team in the Premier League <laughs> season, which is an amazing <laughs> stat if you think yeah. about it. Um, Sam Johnston uh, takes the heaviest touch of the season <laughs> and absolutely poleaxes <laughs> the Wolves forward to give away a penalty. Yeah. Then complains about it for no reason because every... Everyone can see that he's gone over the top of the ball. He's very mm. lucky to get away with a yellow card, in my view. And then obviously Crystal Palace just tuck away. Um, we'll just tuck away the penalty, and the game's over. Mm. Uh, it was Sam Johnson looked like he had he he, he just had a thousand yard stare. He's like, "Why have I done that? Why have I just done that?" <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> I've done this. Yeah, I've ruined it yeah. for everyone. So overall, it wasn't a great night at the office, of Crystal Palace. But aside from those two incidents, I feel duty bound to say. It was a kind of waste of my Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> I would... This is your job, Lukey Mair. Yeah, but I would have... Fine. And mm. everyone listening can relate to this. Mm. It, well, it is my job. And sometimes, when you're doing your job, you'd rather be doing something else.
1: Well, there'll be more chances to criticise Lukey May in the second half of the show. The big one tonight, Man City Arsenal, coming up.
2: Selling a little? Or a lot?
0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
1: This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp.
0: of the season Really that good. You, you thought it was one of your best performances of the season, they no found. What makes you say that? What did you like about
1: it? Everything?
0: <laughs> what do you like about me?
1: What do you like about me? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, you know
0: yeah, it's now time for Betfair's popular bet builder. Select from the most popular pre made football bet builders using Betfair's handy app, and you can add them to your bet slip in just one tap. It's a Bet 5 Get 5 special because of the gigantic game uh, happening tonight. So that means if you bet £5 tonight's fixture, you will be rewarded with a £5 free bet courtesy of Betfair. Today's Bet 5 Get 5 fixture is obviously Man City v Arsenal, as I've already intimated. Uh, we're placing our own £5 Ramble popular bet builder on that game to try and win some money for charity uh, Peter you're first up you're in the Marcus chair no pressure mm. um, what's your selection
1: I'm going to go for Man City to win Pep's been here before they're going to be in rude health tonight I'm looking at their injuries Nathan Ake I mean they've got cover
0: Pep's, Pep's <laughs> been here before what's it, the Etihad Stadium well he's, he's been, been, been there everyone. for ages he's been it? all over the place yeah. <laughs> yeah. what does he like about it what, is, what does Every, he
1: like about it? Everything. everything.
0: Um, Jim, um, are you angry about that? I'm furious. Okay. Um, I've What's gone your for solution?
2: 2.5 goals. Over 2.5 goals, rather. Yeah. Um, personally, I imagine they're all going to be from Arsenal. Thousands, <laughs> thousands of them. Um, that is not the bet. want to make it clear. We tried the to
0: bet. go for over 1,000 goals, we, but we we they did. said no. They yeah.
2: told us to stop yeah. being silly. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go for over, over 2.5 goals, because there, there are clearly goals in this game.
0: It's great. It's a pleasingly neutral pick by you, because I get the feeling you didn't want to kind of think about on. it at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. The third pick is Andy, who I believe joined us uh, via a voice note, Peter. Hey, Ramblers. Um, my thought for this game is that Martin Odegaard is going to score or assist. Did very well, of course, uh, uh, pulling them out of the mire against Southampton. That real captain's role. And um, who knows? There might be some mire for him to pull Arsenal out of on this game tonight. Let's see. Oh, very nice. What a great season he's having by the way. Great player to watch. I really enjoy watching him play. Um we'll definitely be a shame seeing him not win anything this season. <laughs> uh, my pick is um uh, for the game to be a draw at half time. Yes. Um okay. I can't really describe why I just feel like um Score Ars- draw? Yeah, possibly. Mm. I mean it doesn't really matter for the no, bet for the bet, so, uh, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. Right. I, I I think that Aston might give a bit better of an account of themselves as we as than we think um going into it. So I've gone for a drawing at half time. I actually think Man City will go on to win. Um, but I think half-time draw is a good selection. So in summary, Man City to win, over two and a half goals. Martin Erdegaard to score or assist and a draw at half-time. A £5 bet with Betfair on that popular bet builder returns 105 pounds and two pence. If we win, all that money goes to Prostate Cancer UK. Exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook, Ts and C's apply, 18 plus only. For more information on responsible gambling, head to be Peter, it's back to you for Jim's um punishment torture twenty minutes. <laughs> have
1: we worked out how many hours uh Jim's got to wait until we kick off at eight o'clock? Manchester City versus Arsenal at the Etihad. Jim Campbell, how are you feeling right now? Right now, um sort of smelling salts. Philosophical about
2: oh, it. Oh, nice. Um I like because I think, you know, obviously City go in there as favourites. They've beaten Arsenal twice or ready This season, fairly, you know, fairly handily as well. Mm-hmm. Um, though the, you know, they lost one nil in the FA Cup. That was And a Aki scored fairly, by the way. He did. Yeah, yeah, very definitely. good was Fairly tight game, but you know, two fairly changed sides as well the game of the Emirates um, was probably a bit tighter than the scoreline suggests but I think it's it's going to be a different proposition here the problem is at the moment is it's not just the personnel changes that have been affecting the team which clearly they have the, the injuries to Saliba and Tommy Yasu, meaning that you can't move Ben White inside um, for those that don't because that's what they so would want to do right? with yeah. the squad. Yeah. that's, what that, that's to, yeah. partially what the issue is mm. are part of the problem but it's also a form issue as well there have been a lot of players making mistakes they've been punished Cut that out. You've got yourself, you know, a lot more of a fighting chance. And there's been too many of those situations over the last three games. They have to be perfect to win. And cutting out those areas is a big, big part of it. And you know what? It's a scary thought going in there. But I didn't expect to be in this situation at this point in the season. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, this has been brilliant. I've enjoyed it. Give yeah. me more of it, boys. Yeah. Just because in a way, no one's expecting them to get anything out of it. So I wonder if that maybe takes a little bit of pressure off in a in a sort of strange kind of reverse psychological I what way, you mean. So I'm, I'm hoping that that's the case. Um, Arteta himself has been saying that this isn't isn't going to decide the title race, which is true. And he might be saying that because actually, if you if you win this game and then take your foot off the pedal, then that, that's that's worse, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so, I think that's that's a very interesting interpretation of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you I think should... That's technically true, yeah.
1: Well, I think everyone's kind of a little bit concerned because of the manner in which they played their last couple of matches, Arsenal. They're getting a bit concerned that Mikel Arteta is letting the cartoon of the heart overrule yes. the cartoon of the head. Yeah. They're, They're a very equal... emotional team. They, they, exactly. they need to be equally in size. Exactly, exactly. Holding hands let, for a reason. Letting yeah. his emotions get the better of him. But don't worry, he's allaying all of our fears by saying he'll kill any of his players that show fear at the Etihad. Oh, God.
0: Antonio Conte style, that is. Yeah. <laughs> he should definitely kill one of them just to show that he means business. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, At I think start. so. Yeah, what's
2: very interesting is that Pep Guardiola oh, killed Saka. <laughs> How'd
0: you do that? Oh God! Who'd <laughs> <laughs> you pick him for?
2: <laughs> he came now out the academy, we've not lost any money. But we, <laughs> oh
1: but God! We, but let's find out who he really is, and you pull off his head, and it's the flower thing of that rapper, Sødergaard. Well that's, that's
0: <laughs> I um I I understand Jim's point and I think you've you know as a football fan and I'm sure everyone can relate to this, you've got to kind of do your own little mental gymnastics and your mm-hmm. rhetorical gymnastics to get, How you spell to, gymnastics? To, get yeah, yeah, to get through these things. Um, they should be in the gym. Yeah, they should. <laughs> I mentioned on Monday that um, you know, the context is everything, right? So you, mm. you're right to add that context because you know, because it's just because Arsenal fans have had a taste of the biscuit and been mm. allowed to think, wouldn't it be great if we won the league? That they're in this position entirely at all, anyway. If, if, if they were, if yeah. they were, third... so like one of those little biscuits you get with a coffee, so like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it's a nice, oh, t- nice. T- treat. Yeah, but yeah. If, you, if you'd spent the whole week being promised a whole packet of your favorite biscuits and you got one with your coffee that wasn't even one you liked, you wouldn't be happy with it. So no. it's all about context. I, I do <laughs> think there's, there's an issue around like momentum, though, mm. and around form. And there's no question,
2: I'm in ages, mate. I don't know you about. That's true.
0: That's what I was going to say, actually. There's no <laughs> question that Arsenal's unbeaten record is impressive, but uh, if I may put a slight caveat on that it would be that you, you know realistically in the stage of the season they're at they need to be beating Southampton at home yeah. and I mentioned it on Monday I said also the manner of that it felt like a lack of control if you yeah. look at if you look at the results that Arsenal have had you know it's 4-1 it's 4-1 it's 2 all, it's 2 all, it's 3 all. it's not like it's not like Leicester when they were boring their way to yeah, it you yeah, know yeah. it's a lot more out of control than that yeah and Conversely, Man City seem to have settled on a system that really works for them, and are am moving slowly into form mm. at the right time. Well, there's a
2: lot of fightbacks that have come in this season, a lot of last-minute winners, all those sort of things, which is great when, as a fan. When, absolutely, yeah. but when those when those wins happen, you think, right, we pulled that one out of the fire. We need to settle down, do be again, a bit yeah. more controlled, mm. and we've kind of kind of lost. A, control of a lot of games in, in this little like run of form, which is how Arsenal got themselves in the situation in, in the first place. So we're much better at setting the agenda, mm. being the team that's controlling the game. And the thing is, with, with this City team, they're very experienced, they're, they're um well-oiled, so to speak, and they... They just don't kind of get themselves into games like that. They're not having to pull stuff out of the fire. So, you know, those errors don't happen so much as well. So you're up against something really, really difficult here. And I wonder how Arteta is going to approach it if he might try and pull a little bit of a tactical surprise, possibly a personnel surprise as well, because the way things have been going at the moment uh, in in the last few games, what has been working all season isn't working at the moment, so he might mix it up. Mm. I'm do, do you, intrigued and excited to see what he does.
1: I'm intrigued and excited about the fact that uh, Erling Haaland has apparently been watching videos of Jamie Vardy in training. Yeah. How to shithouse <laughs> Yeah, well, both, oh. They both look like European folktales anyway, don't they? Both look really. <laughs> yeah. Long it's worth pointing out
0: that when Vardy scored his goal, we didn't mention this earlier, he goaded all the fans. Yeah. yeah. Of course he did. Yeah, straight did. behind yeah. the goal, goading away. Great <laughs> stuff.
1: Hasn't scored for months. No, that's no, Exactly.
0: <laughs> Um, uh, speaking of Harland, though, Jim, um, we we did kind of touch on this briefly before we came in here today. The the, ha- the Harland versus Holding mm, matchup. Ooh. Is it lazy of us just to go, "Oh, that'll be a fucking shit." Holding my name, I him. don't think that be like a particularly
2: lazy when when they when they met in the FA Cup, Holding kind of stuck on him like a sort of kind of strange combination of glue and Martin Keown. Yeah, um, and he got booked and yeah. was hooked at half time because it was you know essentially his he he was probably going to get sent off with the way he had to play against Haaland. there isn't william saliba to come on and replace him now so it will be <laughs> interesting to see if he approaches it in the same way but i i, I think he might man mark him um in that regard because it it's it worked in that first half it's just about, about being a bit canny and part of the problem with holding as well is he takes too many touches on the ball compared to the players around him slows the play yeah. changes the build up from the back you simply can't do that when Haaland's around you so yeah. it might Sort of make him adapt his game, and you know we'll see a ball playing defensive
1: masterclass.
0: Yeah, mm. I you don't know why or, you're all so cynical. Or
1: Erling Haaland will rob Holding. All that. He
0: does a great line in like final points where he he doesn't ever even really feel like he believes it himself.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we <laughs> beat them with Squadron Mustafi and David Luiz in the FA Cup semi final. Right, anything can happen. <laughs> when was that? That was um, the year we won it. Uh, so that yeah. would have been. 20- the COVID year was it twenty nineteen twenty three. I don't <laughs> so know. That's quite a long time ago. Ages ago. Ages ago. Very few people were, were who are involved now were involved then. But what, what, I, Shut also, up.
0: what I also found interesting. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what I also found interesting was um, Mikel Arteta and Pep Guardiola. Apparently, there's trouble in paradise.
1: Yeah, they're not, they're not friends anymore. Uh, they're, no they're not pals anymore. No, is that something you have to, if you are a, a title rival, so to speak, you have to cut them out of your life. I think you probably do,
0: right? Mm. Like Roy Keane. Roy Keane would be very happy with this. Yeah, but I actually, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. Weirdly enough, but changing the subject slightly, I was watching the snooker yesterday. Yeah, and Stephen Hendry, one, you know, one of the greats, um, was commentating over footage of the snooker players as they're waiting to be introduced and come out onto the thing mm. and they're having a chat and stuff Hendry mm. was fuming was he <laughs> right. snooker He's a snooker. He was going full Roy Keane. He was angry because well, they happened. shouldn't be laughing and joking.
1: What did he? Say? What did he say about that man who, who got the cheesy poof dust out? Oh yeah, he was. He was,
0: he was concerned about the state of the table. Yeah. That's his role. <laughs> That's, That's his smart. role. He's, he's a snooker expert. I'm sure there's a dust buster at the Crucible. I think kind of American ride. people listening to this will be absolutely delighted with that little section. <laughs> yeah, <They will>. but <laughs> what do you think start. about um, Arteta and Guardiola not being pals anymore?
1: I think they're both weirdos, and Arteta's on a long journey to become King Weirdo,
0: and and he'll get there, I think. <laughs> I would love. Do you know? What I would love. I would love when the teams come out tonight, Arteta, full skinhead. (laughs) (laughs) Tattoos. Uh, How good would that be? tattoos. Yeah, and then then when Guardiola catches sight of him, he just goes, yeah, yeah, Yeah. and what, and what?
2: Comes out at halftime with an Arteta wig on. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. (laughs) And And I'd like him to sweat fully for his jumper. Yeah. Just go full on like WWE, like rivalry fucking game. Bam, bam, big a It'd be great. Just push him off. I don't think that is going to happen, sadly, but no. I'm really fucking looking forward to the game. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I've got a lot of respect for Rob Holding because if I was playing up against Harlan in a game of this magnitude tonight, mm. I'd be shitting myself inside out all day.
1: Yeah, it's a long day. For a late match, it's, it's an unwelcome night match, isn't it? I yeah. think for a lot of these players because they'll be thinking yeah. about it all fucking day. I feel
0: like it the same way I feel about when I, because I'm a big fan of boxing and I watch a lot of boxing and I think to myself, God, imagine if you're fighting at Wembley Stadium Mm. against someone else who's really fucking hard and you've got all day to with it I mean how do you even deal oh, with it to deal with you it.
2: are definitely gonna get punched in the face <laughs> Whatever.
1: I'm, I'm as,
0: Best case scenario, <laughs> you are gonna take a minimal amount of punches in the fucking face really aren't boxers, like, boxers in the
1: cut and then as soon as they've made weight they just eat beef burgers but and you stuff. still gotta
0: prepare yourself
1: and a bloke's still gonna punch you yeah, yeah that's a good point I mean yeah. you must be on nodding terms with getting punched truly, if you are a boxer
0: definitely and that's why it's interesting because if you get knocked out at Wembley, so George Groves, right? Mm. Got knocked out, Spark clean out by Carl Froch at Wembley Stadium, the biggest fight in British history at that well, at point. At least you knew where he was. He, he knew where he was. <laughs> where after, are you? I'm at Wembley Stadium. After a while. I'm having a lie down. Psych- everyone's looking at me. Psychologically. How many people can say that? <laughs> exactly. yeah. Psychologically, everyone's seeing that happen. It's probably going to be quite bad for your mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I guess so. So, Rob
0: Holding, good luck. Yeah. Good, good luck. I mean, good luck. Rob
2: holding. luck. Kivyon might start. I imagine it will be Holding. Yeah. But um, yeah, either way, it's mm. going to be a. a, a difficult job for somebody to keep hold of Targaryen well, it just
0: feels like the season he's having it wouldn't be at all surprising if he just crowned it with a, a mad display yeah. tonight and scored at least a couple and then you're like "Fucking it now what can you do about that
1: yeah well elsewhere down the bottom of the league uh, Forrest are hosting Brighton really really important uh, game for them they're currently 19th two points off safety Forrest seemed so safe for a while, for a while, they, like, like a a while, they were like yeah. they were like kind of cracking off a mid table. But then you looked at the points and you looked at the goal difference in, of all the teams around them. You're like, yeah, it's it's not ideal. And, and obviously, they found themselves in the uh, yeah. So found themselves in, in the relegation zone. If I give you a
0: position in the table, mm. you just say ideal or not ideal. You, I mean, you know that I'm quite down on everything. Newcastle mm. in nineteenth. Uh, well, that's not, not ideal. I- not ideal. No, not your Forest in nineteenth. Well, more ideal. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> more ideal for me. Yeah. 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 I, I, I feel like they had a period of time where they bedded all these players in and everyone was like, "Fucking hell, now, this ain't going to work. And mm. then we, everyone was talking about how like it does actually, do, more often than not, it does tend to work when you bring all these players in. And it's only that there's one or two examples where it doesn't. And uh, then they did again, again fine, in January. And then they were fine, yeah, now they're <laughs> fucked again. Um, the big takeaway for me is, 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 is the sheer nerve, sheer and I'm going to say this because Mark sheer was not nerve. here, of... John Joe Shelby's take on the situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is because he got sent home by Steve Cooper because he wasn't, um, because he wasn't, his attitude was poor yeah. around Forrest's trip to Liverpool. Mm. Um, and uh, a source said that he threw his toys out of the pram and all the rest of it and, and said that he wanted to play and that he's confronted the manager and all the rest of it. But the only suitable response to that is a VHS video through the post (laughs) of his own performances with a little post-it note saying, watch this, This. you fucking
2: idiot. (laughs) Um, The Uh, thing with Forest, I find is they've got sort of, certainly for me, they've got a lot of sort of goodwill in the bank. They're a a team I like. I'd like Mm. to see them stay up. People like them, don't they? Yeah. So they get a draw against Wolves and I'm thinking it's on. It's (laughs) (laughs) on. They're going to do it. They're going to get enough points. They're going to stay up and then they just, they can't seem to get a foothold, can they? They go on these long losing runs. Brighton next is a Bit of a nightmare as well. I know they've kind of slipped a little bit, but I guess for that reason they'll identify this as an absolute must-win as they want to climb
1: up the table. So they've, they've got this winnable. Is going to be a tough one. They've got winnable matches in in the shape of Southampton and. Um Palace I don't know, god knows where they're going to be at the, at the back end of the season that's their last match of the 20 Roy Hodgson's minute. Palace I don't know if, if it's what you want uh, uh, well uh, Mikael Ateta's Arsenal might be an absolute shit state on the 20 well, yeah, yeah, might that. have all yeah. lost yeah, it I've lost
0: it You have you simply have to play games against other teams in the Premier League when <laughs> you you're in
1: the Premier League so <laughs> I do.
0: forget all that it's got to happen I won't. won't. <laughs> That's what a form guide's for, you fool. You no damn no fool. matter what Daniel Levy said in his most recent statement, they are going to have to play <laughs> Premier League games against yeah. Premier League teams between now and the rest of the season.
1: Well, speaking of disagreements in leagues, uh, there was a mass brawl involving a man armed with a fork and a topless player during a non-league cup final this weekend. This was kind of all over Twitter on those proper
0: naughty football fight uh, accounts. Yes. Two questions. Mm. Were you there and <laughs> were you both of those people?
1: <laughs> I very much... Like, I, I, Choose I, your weapon.
0: Well I, c- I couldn't see the
1: fork you could just hear a bystander shouting someone's got a fork he's got a fork <laughs> you could just if it was a reporting of a fork Presumably a plastic fork he's got a fork well, god knows it's got to oh, be god a plastic knows. fork oh it's not much of a not much of a threat though is it having it's, a spork in your hand well, it, it might be like one of those big like um like a like trident, <laughs> big display forks. It's like, there a display like, a
2: fork, like Lovely. Walter and Skylar
1: White have got in their house, but metal.
2: Could be we don't know how big a display the fork, fork, is. fork. Could be a
1: garden fork. Like oh, one one you'd have in a barbecue. Yeah, pitchfork. Yeah, I it's, suppose so. Uh, uh, American
0: it's, Gothic. It's Neptune. It's, it's Neptune's, Neptune's here. here. <laughs> I just to got to be, be shut fair. Off. Emsworth is right near the coast. That well, is for true, all yeah. we know, Neptune could have come out of the of the Solent. Yeah. And armed with his trident. To try and sort it all out. And attacked a random topless man <laughs> at Emsworth Town for, at the moment, an undisclosed reason. Is there a more Ruining Sunday
2: League. The trophy presentation. <laughs> yeah. Is
0: there a more Sunday Improving League it. performance
1: than a, a, a lad top off fighting with a tab in his mouth? No, it's there's great. There's nothing yeah, more. It's success. And, and when he's fighting, the sparks go everywhere. It's brilliant. There, There is some. I think. But if you that do is... see a, a tab on the floor, put it in the bin.
0: Exactly. You've already people have probably already heard that today <laughs> on this show. But there is something amazingly British yeah, about a yeah. man with a, a tab with the um ash too long in his mouth <laughs> S- 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 windmilling. Because because you know that, to me, should be part of any kind St. George's Day celebration. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: frequently fucking is. Uh, right, we're going to get out of here. Join Andy, Jim and myself for Rambo Reacts, recorded straight after Manchester City versus Arsenal tonight. Oh, you must be excited for that, Jim. Oh, I cannot oh, wait. Shit course, or bust Matt. for you, innit? it will uh-huh. be the best night of your life. We're going to be top of the league, whatever, I keep That's telling you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I can't put Stanley knife through
1: my internet cable. <laughs> Unlucky. Oh, uh,
0: Neptune's here. <laughs> uh,
1: tomorrow, Dotton and Andy are going to be joined by Nicky Mandy for. On the continent they're going to be looking back at a chaotic week in Italy which saw the decision to, to give Juventus a 15 point deduction reverse it's gone absolutely mad out there Luke yeah. hasn't it in the that middle of the season good. that
0: to me is you know if I could metaphorically Let's stop there because <laughs> <laughs> I think you might say something legal, legally no, actionable I was going to say if I could metaphorically put a cigarette in my mouth and windmill that decision right. I would good. with a vest you. on
1: uh, showing a lot of reserve there nice uh, and then on Friday I'm going to be back in the Ramble Hot seat alongside uh, Luke, Jim and Steve uh, special added value of Vitician and Entourage. Make sure you subscribe to the Football Ramble in your podcast app so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the aircast Creator Network, Luke.
0: I was going to say, the last time I wore a white vest, someone I don't even know said I look like a journeyman boxer.
1: Journeyman boxer. <laughs> no, those ones like... they
0: put out for the, for, the, for the prospect to fight someone <laughs> just to get knocked over. He's obviously a bit overweight. A jobber. Yeah, never yeah. even met the person. Good
1: stuff. That, that's That's impolite. Don't go after Luke online, because he'll come back at you with the force of a smited warlord, as he as discussed before. Mm-hmm. Uh, say goodbye Lukey Goodbye Mott. Lukey More. Goodbye Jim. Goodbye. I've been Pete. See you later. The Football Ramble is a Stack Production and part of the Acast
0: Creator Network.